And now, a word from our sponsors. Need a catch-up session on what you missed last week? Now you're listening to ArchD Radio, the podcast mix. at 107.9 Life. Michaela Howard Jones joining you here this evening and I am very, very excited because I've got a very special guest on here with me today, someone who didn't have to travel very far at all to get here, Julian Nguyen. How are you doing today, Julian? I'm very well. Thank you for having me. No, thank you yep. for coming. And like I said, yes, you had to travel all the way from four meters across yep. in the room next door. It was a journey. It was a journey. Thank <laughs> you for being here. And what a fitting segue, actually, Julian, because you are here today. You've been on the RHD show before. Mm-hmm. We've had a, have a good old time, have some chats about some fun and silly stuff in the past. Mm, yes. yep. But speaking of journey, we're going to be having a chat today about your journey um, through youth ministry because it's, it's a particularly exciting an interesting one. I know that we've talked about this a little bit before, all of the different areas in which you've worked in yeah. um, to find yourself here today. Uh, but let's we'll start from here today and I guess mm-hmm. then we'll get into working backwards later on in the show. But do you just want to give me a little bit of a rundown for the people who maybe don't remember your name from shows gone by, uh, what it is that you do here? Yeah, so my name is Julian Nguyen and I am very proud to be the uh, coordinator of the uh, Catholic Office for Youth and Young Adults. So we have we basically over oversee all the youth ministry across the Archdiocese of Adelaide, and we also um, support the youth ministry in Catholic schools across South Australia. Fabulous, and we are very very proud to have you here, Julian, as well. May I just say, Thank and you. you've been here. I mean, you had your like one year in the Coyer office, like was like a couple of months ago now, or something like that. Yeah, I think uh, start of March. Start last, of March last year. So, yeah, Started just March. over... Last year is when you started. Yes, yes so just exactly. over a year now. Yeah, yeah. So, well and truly, you know where the bathrooms are, you know where the good coffee is, yep. although this is something we disagree on, Julian, the good coffee. Well, the coffee machine the is coffee still debatable. The coffee machine, it's still debatable. I still think I'm right, but hey, I'm yeah. biased. I think I'm pretty great, but... Mm, although I am I am starting to see, you know, the, the other light. Side. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the light at the end of the tunnel, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we are going to get into heaps of really, really great stuff today. We're going to be having a chat about uh, some of your youth ministry highlights, uh, as well as stuff to do with um, where your youth ministry journey began and so much more amazing other stuff. And now... You're listening to HD on Life FM. Michaela Howard Jones joining you here this evening with the lovely Julian Yuen. Julian, hello. How are you? Yes, good. Thank you. Good. You made a bit of a face a little earlier when I said the the one and only Mr. Harry Styles. You have opinions on Harry Styles? And be careful here. You're, you're stepping on... I wouldn't on- dare. <laughs> <laughs> Knowing that you're a fan, I wouldn't dare. <laughs> Enough said. I'm already offended. Um <laughs> Let's let's get straight into it. Like I was saying before mm. in the intro, uh, we've had you on the show before, but this is now, um, we've got some time today over the next hour to get really dedicated um, into talking about your journey and where you started. Um, yeah. And that's exactly where I want to start with this uh, chat today. So my first question for you, Julian, is how did your faith journey begin? And I know that's a really big question, mm. but what I mean really is if you could look back over your life, do you think that there was like one moment or one experience that you had that sort of bookended the beginning of what would go on to become this, you know, really amazing and rich, deep faith journey that has led you here today? Yeah, I think um, school certainly played a part. Um, but I, I, my, my earliest memories was uh, going, going to church with my, um, with my family 
And um, I think what sort of kept me around was being involved in the music side of things and being allowed to be in in the choir from a young age. Mm. Um, And then once I sort of found my way into the youth group at our community, I started a bit later than the other kids in, in in the community. They all started about five years of age, but I found my way there at about 13 or 14. Okay. So once I found my way there... And started to really um, get to know the other young people. I think that's when it really took off. Yeah. And you know, I found a place that I belong. I'm just really curious if you grow up. I mean, I know that you grew up in this, and this is probably something you could maybe explain a little better than I could. But a, a huge community, in fact, one that would that makes a couple other people, even just here at Catholic Ed, shake in their boots a little <laughs> bit because of the sheer size of you guys. Yeah. So I grew up in the Vietnamese Catholic community. Um, you know, I think we have about twelve to 1,300 people in the community um, and the youth group um, is around about 250 yeah. um, young people. So I grew up in a pretty large community, um, you know, people that were like myself. Mm. And so there's a lot of opportunities to find your place in that community. Yeah. Um, like, like I said, when I started out in the choirs, I was just that kid with yeah. lots of adults and I think that was like the start of things but it really didn't ignite until I found my way into the youth group because you know you then you're hanging out with other with other kids at the time yeah and you could see the fun in it yeah um you know that's that's what kept me around it was the fun it was doing things um not necessarily knowing where my spiritual um journey was or where mm-hmm. my faith was at but just being there with other with other people like myself yeah I found a place do you think, like, do you remember looking back, I mean, you're saying sort of 12, 13 years old, very mm. formative time in a yeah. young person's life. Do you remember the first thing that you did in the youth group? Like, do you remember the first session you attended or activity that you got to actually do and how you were feeling? Yeah, I think I had a few friends that I knew uh, from school that were attending this group. But the group is sort of like, the youth group has a real scouts component to it. Mm. Um, and so I, the first thing I remember was walking in and then we basically line up. Um, like an assembly mm. all the kids line up and then we form this shape kind of uh, intimidating yeah like a lineup right so like everybody was in this lineup and then we um saluted the flag okay <laughs> to start youth group it's basically yeah. then we go into our song it's like our youth group song wow didn't know any single words i didn't know what the moves were and that was really intimidating yeah mega intimidating um, so that was my first memory of it. Just oh, wow. looking at everyone else going, oh, where do I put my hands? What do I do? <laughs> <laughs> trying to figure it out. Yeah. Trying to copy the person next to you across yeah. the circle. Yeah. Where do yeah. I walk? Yeah, like all that yeah. sort of stuff. So if that was like, if your first experience was like, oh, this is a little, this is a little daunting. This is a little scary for like a mm. young person. When did you start to feel that? Like, when did that comfort start to like settle in? Was it that same day or did it take some time? No, years. Oh, years. Years. I reckon if I reflected on it, it have to be, you know, when I was 18, 19, wow. before I really felt comfortable and friendship started to flourish. Yeah. And that's when I was like, right, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm okay here. Yeah. I love that. That's such a good example of how a lot of people maybe have this perception that the beginning of their face journey has to be um, a split second or a moment or like a, you know, an epiphany that you have, but um, it can be a slow journey. It can Hmm. be, you know, it might take some time to warm up and get comfortable. Hey, that's, that's life. That's perfectly fine. So Hmm. what, what a good example to show that, Hey, if if you're not feeling it from, you know, the second you walk in the door at seven o'clock at night, like 
that's fine. Give us some time. Hang in there. You yeah, know, that's right. And just right. enjoy the journey while you're there as well, I guess, hey? Yeah. And the friendships last forever. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, we got so much more exciting stuff coming up on the show, including I want to get into a little bit next, a little bit of a shift in terms of uh, going from just faith journey into youth ministry. And Julian, I'm really keen to have a chat with you about your first start in youth when you began youth ministering, because you had mm. an interesting transition there, which we're going to get into in a moment. <laughs> hey, this is Emma. Hi, I'm Zach. Hey, everybody. This is Matt Marr. That's Tom. That's Riley. And now... This is Archie. Archie Radio 107. <laughs> Live. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this is Emma. Hi, I'm Zach. Hey, everybody, this is Matt Marr. That's Tom. That's Riley. And now, this is Arch D. Arch D Radio 107. Michaela, sitting down here this evening with Julia Nguyen. Uh, Julian, we're just having a little bit of a chat uh, for the people who are just tuning in now. Had a little bit of an introduction to your mammoth community that you've got, <laughs> uh, which, like I said a little earlier, the numbers make, I think, everybody around here very jealous, uh, <laughs> you know, um, but how amazing and how awesome to grow up in such a, in oh, a, a, yeah. a beautiful, well, big and alive community. We're very lucky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, so I want to I shift a little bit now from chatting about just your faith journey to actually talking about um, youth ministry. Um, so for you, I know we've had a chat before that you had an interesting transition from being youth ministered to mm-hmm. to becoming a youth minister yeah. um, in your community and in that space. Um, so what I want to ask is, like, when did you realise that youth ministry was going to be a huge part of your life? Because I can only imagine that when you're being youth ministered to, it feels like something you attend that maybe you might eventually graduate out of. But yeah. there's got to be this moment somewhere where you go, oh, okay, hang on a minute, mm. this is this is more than just an attendee thing. I can, I can see this going really far. Yeah. Does that yeah. with you? Yeah, absolutely. I think when I was, um, you know, so, so 16, 17, going through the group, um, you don't think much of it. Mm. You're just there to have fun with totally. all your other friends. Totally. Um, and even when, so we, you know, you, we go through and you're ministered to, mm. then at some point, so at around about that 19, 20 sort of mark, um, 20 years of age mark, mm. you then get uh, the opportunity to think about where you, whether you want to be a youth minister. Um, and at the time, I remember saying, yep, definitely want it. Easy decision for you. Yeah. Was the heart completely there? Probably not. Okay. Because, uh, and the only reason, like, you know, why, why did I say yes? Is because, yeah, it, it seemed cool and all my friends were going to do it. Yeah. Yeah. So I wanted to do it as well. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. seemed great. The moment that I think it really clicked for me was shortly after saying, yeah, I want this opportunity. Uh, we went to a national um, training camp. So we, I wasn't a youth minister yet, but we went to this national one because our, our youth movement is part of a national movement. Mm. So all the leaders gather every three to four years for this national training camp. And it was at that camp that I saw um, youth ministers, but not even in their early 20s anymore like these people are in their 30s and their 40s 50s now training young people i thought how cool is this like look at the impact you can have and it got serious and at that point i i really took it you know seriously and said yeah maybe this is what i really want to do and then maybe three four years after that that's when i really knew that i'd found my place in youth ministry too so it all just didn't happen overnight yeah it took a number of years for me to um yeah really figure it out 
Yeah. Oh, I love that. That's it's nothing like, I mean, even just going on, I mean, that's so cool that you get to go on training camps because I feel like this is, this is a bit of a sidebar, but when you're a kid, you get to go on so many fun camps mm. and then you hit that point where you don't get to go on so many camps anymore. Yeah. So how cool that you get to actually do that as a leader as well. Yeah. It's a, like what a, a fun, just cool, interesting way to like learn new experiences. Yeah. Um, but I'm curious, like you go, you go on this camp, you're thinking this is just something fun that I'm doing when my friends are doing it. It's just we're here to have a good time kind mm-hmm. of thing. And then you have this sort of realization that, oh, this is actually, this could be more for me. Yeah. When you then come back to Adelaide, did you go into, you went, you flew yeah, somewhere? We went, yeah, we went to Sydney for so that particular camp. You come back to Adelaide, mm-hmm. you go home, you walk back into your first next like uh, youth ministry, like youth group meeting. Mm-hmm. What's shifted? Like what's changed? Is it is it something you can see straight away or um, was it something maybe even just really small? I think it was small at the time, but it built over the years. And I think the shift there for me was knowing that um, what I was about to do as a youth minister has a massive impact Mm. on the young people that I'm going to minister to. So it's not just about, um, for for our youth group, walking in on a Sunday morning and then running games. Mm. It's not just that. You know, how are you going to treat young people from then on? What sort of role model are you going to be for the kids? Like they have a lasting impression yeah. on young people. Um, and in some ways, like, you know, like like a teacher, right? Like you remember um, your favorite teachers from school. Yeah. Um, why do they have such an impact on you? Yeah. It's the same thing for us. So all of us, my, my friends that went through the same system, we have our favorite youth ministers. Yeah. Why is that? What did they do for us? Mm. Like, or what did they? What wisdom do they impart on us? And so I think all those things started to click for me, and I went right. This is actually quite serious. How I handle myself uh, in youth ministry now is going to have a massive impact on the 50, 60, 70 young people that we have. Um, such a huge pr- privilege and honor to sort of minister to. This yeah. is actually serious. Yeah. Oh, I love that. And we're now, now we're, we're getting into the weeds here with it. And I love that. We're going to come back after this in a good way, in a good way. Yeah, I feel yeah. like maybe that was a negative phrase to use. No, it's a positive. It's I a positive. <laughs> and now. Right now, I am sitting down here with uh, Julian Nguyen. Julian, we've been having some awesome chats all about youth ministry, which for you has been like, I mean, actually, just out of curiosity, how long do you think it has been? Like, if you had to put a time stamp on it. Oh, um, so the other week, I just celebrated 10 years of actually saying yes to the youth ministry stuff. Really? Yeah, it was sort of acknowledged in one of the meetings. It's 10 years since I stood up in front of the community and made my pledge to become a youth minister. Oh, yes, that's right. Which (laughs) made us feel very old. (laughs) (laughs) But also, what an achievement. Like, you should get a medal for that or something. That's awesome. Yeah, a plaque or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'd hang that up. (laughs) Your name on the wall. I love that. Um, So there you go. In celebrating 10 years then, Mm. uh, I want to know, over all of that time, Julian, what has been your biggest highlight for you in youth ministry so far? Wow, the biggest one for me. Mm. Um, yeah, I guess I guess my mind goes to one of the. We run a really big annual camp mm-hmm. for all um, for all the young people in our group. So about a hundred, we cap it. We we're, we have to cap it at about a hundred yeah. young people for this camp. Yeah, four days. And we take them up to the Adelaide Hills. Mm. So this year, that, that that particular year that I'm thinking of, which is 2019, mm-hmm. we were at Mylor, 
Beautiful um, spot. Beautiful spot. Yeah. And and why that particular camp was so important to me and that yeah. we had a really tough time trying to get that camp across the line. Um, you know, the, the, there was a lot of, um, difficulties around, um, getting the correct, uh, paperwork in, yeah. um, you know, child safety and occupational health, um, all that sort of stuff was really important, Yeah. but it really ramped up around the 2018, 2019, um, years for yeah. us. And, uh, there were some people in the community that really took that to another level and felt like maybe we, we can't run this camp because we're not meeting these requirements yeah but as a youth group and certainly as the president of the youth group we continued to push for that to happen mm. and we said we'd, we would do everything and anything that was required to make that work so myself and the and the, the executive team worked a lot of hours leading up into that camp yeah. a lot of stressful moments a lot of what ifs you know to make that camp happen um i think the moment um came on like the third night so the final sort of third day final night of the camp mm. on the third night we invite all the parents to come up so that they can join cool. in with the camp um concert so they can watch um the kids do um skits yeah sort of like a uh, gospel scriptures and yeah. fun sort of acts like just to celebrate the camp yeah but you can't have a real campfire because yeah. of fire season yeah um, but we had a fake one i love that and we had a fake fire what and did it, it look like <laughs> it's actually really well done the, the guys get like um lights yeah and they sort of use cellophane oh. and paper and that and then they get these little fans connected oh. into the power you know like um like yeah and then once you turn it on the lights come on the fans come on so it yeah. blows the paper Oh, so it like it's all flickering yeah, and glowing. Yeah, it's flickering and, and glowing a little bit. And I can imagine it's probably bit. dark outside. Yeah. So that was the, the campfire set up. And we had all the kids sort of around the campfire. And we had the parents sort of there. And they were singing one of our sort of traditional campfire songs to welcome. Mm-hmm. Welcome the fire. Um, and at that moment, like it really clicked to me how important um, the camp was to the young people, uh, to the families that were there. Um, it was just brilliant mm-hmm. and I, I just think about it now and go, if we didn't advocate and work so hard to make that camp go ahead in 2019, we wouldn't have had that moment. Yeah. And then, you know, then on that third night, we wouldn't have had the kids together. Yeah. They were there because they'd just gone through two, three, four days of activities. Now the family's there and they're having a, having a great time. Even around a fake fire, yeah. you know, and they're still putting their heart and soul into the song to welcome the fire. And then we have a song to say goodnight and goodbye to the fire. <laughs> <laughs> and they were still, they were into the moment, even yeah. though the fire was fake and we just flicked the switch off. Yeah, yeah. But that is a real highlight for me to see um, when when the young people come together and, you know, we, we go, we, we teach them about, you know, the gospel and social catholic teachings all that sort of stuff it it gets serious but like all these other moments are really cool too because they make these long lasting sort of memories and the young people i think when you ask them about camp and stuff they'll remember those moments as well when i was part of the campfire when i did the skits when i played the games so yeah that was really cool for me to just stand back and see right all our hard work didn't go to waste. Yeah, this is why we're here. This is what we're doing it for. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. I why did I? That. Why did we cry all those nights? Yeah, and you know, why did we spend so many hours <laughs> totally. trying to come up with all these guidelines yeah, and policies yeah. to make this camp go yeah. ahead? 
Hey, this is Emma. Hi, I'm Zach. Hey, everybody, this is Matt Marr. That's Tom. That's Riley. And now, this is Arch D. Arch D Radio 1079. Live. Jillian, thank you so much for coming and joining us here on the show today. Like we said, big journey to get here all the way from across the corridor in the room next door. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is good <laughs> to have you here. And um, I was actually saying when I first asked you on the show, I was thinking, who are we going to get on for the show next week? Sort of going, oh, this person, that. Have I had Julian on? No, I can't believe that we just like, you know, so close yet so far. So thank you so much for coming on. No, thank you. Um, Really appreciate it. If you want to check out the podcast version of this show, you can find that wherever you get your podcast. Just look for HD Radio as well as heaps and heaps more other episodes from other amazing youth ministry professionals um, and all of their journeys and experiences as well. We are here every week with a brand new podcast version of the HD show. You can check out all of our other podcasts, including the latest school life content on our website archdradio.com and you can find us on social media at archdradio for heaps of behind the scenes stuff or you can catch the show when it airs on life fm every wednesday nights from nine every saturday nights from 10 and we will see you again very very soon bye